back to the Rise of the Rune Lords. It's me, DM Clinton. And I am here with Connor playing Null. Beep boop, which means I love you in binary. Aww. Aiden is playing the new character, Inram the Paladin. Yes, I am. Nathan's playing the old character, Reeton the Bugbear. For now. And Sabrina's playing good old Singin' Harper. A message to future Connor. Did the real us, not the game us, survive? Editors, no. God, no. <laughs> well, we are still in battle with the Scribbler and his minions. Currently, there is one hound of Lamashtu left, hanging about as the uh, tentacles cast from Null, a cloud kill still cast from the dead Tev, and we are at the top of the round, and we were going to have the Scribbler perform some actions. It's the Scribbler's turn. The Scribbler, who is large, takes a five-foot step back from Null, and as a move action, a second image of him appears. He throws his green, ichored dagger at you. AC 18, it misses. That's just one image, though? Yeah. Okay. All right, Reeton, you're next. All right. I am going to move through this. Well, I think you're in trouble. Why? Well, aren't you uh, in the center of a tentacle? Yeah, but I, I, my, I saved. Aha. Okay. I can move here because I got to squeeze through a couple places. Actually, I can move all the way, but I won't be able to attack. You do recall that there's a hound of Lamashtu in your way, right? Is there? Mm-hmm. It's sniffing oh. at the air trying to find where Invisible Harper is. Oh, then I'll, I'll hit that with a full swing of my, my scythe. I'm sorry, I thought that thing was dead. I apologize. No, that's a live one. It's about to be. It's floating in the air, chewing on something invisible. All right. <laughs> does a 36 hit? It does. For 35 points of damage. And then I believe I'm still raging, so another D6. I think this is fire. Did we choose fire? I forget. It's been a long time. Does a 30 hit? Does a 30 hit? Yes. For 34 points. And you did three points of fire damage? Yeah, three points of fire damage. Okay. And uh, 30 hits for 34 points of damage. 34 points. And it does five points less because your weapon is not silver. Yeah. And then five points of fire damage. Okay, the fire goes through. And does a 23 hit. That's pretty low. Uh, yes, it does. Okay, for 38 points of damage and six points of fire damage. Is this thing dead yet? And the six points. Yes, it is uh, at negative 30. Perfect. It is it is also slain, finally. Good, good. Okay, leaving. The only enemy left standing is the Scribbler. Okay. Okay, Noel, you're next. Noel is going to take a five-foot step towards the Scribbler. He's going to declare spell combat. He's going to cast defensively for a first-level spell, rolling a 28. For a first-level spell, it's a 17. That spell, you'll never be able to guess. Shocking grasp. Yeah, shocking grasp. And then I'm going to attack... This is going to be with effectively a plus one Holy Keen Estac. Does a 32 hit his AC? It does. However... Oh, yeah, there's multiple. A 50-50 chance of hitting him, either him or his... What do you call it? Mirror his, image. His image, yeah. So I'm going to roll one die two. If it's a one, it hits him. If it's a two, it hits his image. It's a two. It hits the image. Oh, good. Get that out of the way. Yeah. Okay. So because it didn't hit him, the spell is still being held, correct? Uh, 
yeah, well, okay, let's see. Uh, let me go back there and look, look, look here. It's just exactly like a mirror image, except there's not multiple images. It's just a single one. Uh, whenever you attacked, the possibility the attack targets one of the images instead. If it hits, the figment is destroyed. Spells and effects that do not require attack roll normally do not destroy the figments. Spells that require touch attack are harmlessly discharged if used to destroy a figment. And it was. So will the second attack hit with a... That's actually a 31? A 31 does. That'll be for 13 points. And is he evil? Oh, yes. It's very evil. But I believe he's got some... Damage reduction? Damage reductions and things like that. Let's take a look. Unless it's the alignment type, it'll probably not go through. Adamantine? Yeah, it's not adamantine. Okay, so three points go through? Three points of poke go through plus ten holy. Okay. A little bit of damage. Okay, Harper? I believe I was still grappled. You're no longer grappled upon the hound's demise. Okay. Then I think I'm going to, for once, cast healing on myself. Wow. <laughs> cast healing on Reeton, you said? No, <laughs> not, <laughs> not right now. <laughs> I kind of need it. So, okay. uh, yeah, I'm going to go for serious wounds on myself. Okay. Nice. Okay, 26. 26 points of healing go to Harper. All right. I wish I had 26 points of healing. Ah, you get playing. <laughs> that ends the round. It is now round 17. Inram is next. Is this an unobstructed line? That is an unobstructed line. Move directly 40 feet to the west, and you will be base to base with the Scribbler. However, he is wielding a very large falchion and can strike at you with an attack of opportunity. That's okay with me. So I will make a charge attack. Okay, let's do the attack of opportunity first. Crit, 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 crit. And then Inram is one shot. What are you playing next? AC 22. Nope. Okay. Charging forward, scraping his weapon off of my shield, and then coming down with my own weapon. This should be at two higher. 19? 21. 21? No, he, uh, he deflects that easily. Fair. Okay, then. That's my turn. Okay. The Scribbler. Hmm. Backed up against those ice pillars. Can't make any more movement. I guess he'll uh, turn to this new opponent and see if he can do anything against you. He will do a full attack. Oh, uh, with his offhand, the iron, cold iron dagger he threw before returns to him and he catches it as a free action. Next, you're going to tell me that there's magic in this world or something. <laughs> I'm rolling very poorly. AC 20. Miss. AC 13, which is a natural Miss. one. Ooh. Oh, he's named. Ooh. Roll to confirm. Yeah. Does a 37. Oh, okay. 37 does hit. Okay. So he just plain misses. And then the last attack is AC 19. Miss. Yeah. He rolled terribly. Okay. Yep. It literally just shield is just up. Whack, whack, whack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have critted you and then confirmed with a 34 if I had rolled another set. 34 would have barely confirmed. And that's only because I take a negative two to my AC for charging. Right. Right. Okay. All right. Well, that's three misses. He's unhappy about that. Uh, let's see. Does he have power attack turned on? Nope. That would have made it even worse for you. Yes, it would have. All right, Reeton. <laughs> 
I am going to just move my character. I, I will have to squeeze, so this will count as two movements. Around this pillar and this pillar? Yeah, so this is technically 40 feet of movement, but it would be 50 because of the squeezing, so. So 50 feet of movement. Yep, so that's my turn. Okay, Null, standing between Reeton and the Scribbler. Null's going to do the exact same thing he did last time, but as a swift action, he's going to need to deplete one point out of his arcane pool to get a recasting of a spell that he already cast. How many times can you do that just per key point? You do half of the level's cost, but it's a first level spell, so it's a minimum of one. Gotcha. Guess what the spell is? Shocking grant. How'd you know? (laughs) Uh, 36 for the concentration check. Then we're going to do a full round attack. It's a free action. Noel will turn his head and say, Ah, new blood. Looks like your friend, too. Does a 31 hit? It does. Almost minimum of 12 points of damage. All right. And then the electricity? 24 points of electricity and 5 points of holy. And then 5 points of holy. And then with the damage reduction, I think that's 2 that goes through total. From from the weapon itself. <clears throat> okay. The second attack is a 39 to threaten a crit and a 28 to confirm. Yeah, I think that's a crit. Yes, it is. That is going to be, after damage reduction, one point of poke plus seven point of holy. Not going to draw a card? With the things he's immune to, it might just be better to lay the smack down. Okay. Uh, That's actually 14 extra damage than what I told you. Mm -hmm. And then my turn is over. Get him, Reeton. Well, I gotta wait. All right, Harper's next. You're standing in a tentacles. Yeah, now I want to get out of that. (laughs) I will step to the north. Null, does your tentacles do damage to Harper? I actually think they were dispelled at the beginning of last turn. I think they were as well. Let me see. They last, uh, what level am I again? 13. This is round 17, so they've actually been gone for a couple of rounds now. Okay. My bad. I should have reminded you. It's all good. <laughs> the tentacruels are gone. <laughs> and uh, I will start Inspire Courage. All right, so you moved uh, northwestward five yes. feet. And starting to inspire courage. Okay. Yeah. So, flute song. After taking a real beating. Yeah. Round 18, Inram. As a swift action, I'm going to Bastion of Good. Okay. I call upon the power of good to defend me and my allies against evil. Function similar to smite evil, except I gain no benefit on attack and damage rolls. Instead, any attacks that the target makes against allies within 10 feet of me deal half damage. Attacks against me deal full damage, but I get a deflection bonus equal to my charisma bonus. Jesus. Plus four. So an additional plus eight to my AC. That's cool. What kind of paladin are you again? I'm a sacred shield paladin. Sacred shield. I wanted to play that class. Yes. So with that, your fight is with me, evil one. Have at you. And I'm going to swing with both my sword and shield. Just in a flurry of sword strikes and shield bashes. Alright, very first one, 21 to hit. Misses. Okay. Uh, shield bash for 25. Misses. Okay. Second one, 26 to threaten. Threatens. Okay, 29 to confirm. Confirmed. Okay, 18 points of damage. Uh, are you adamantine? No. Okay. Draw a card, just draw a card. Ah, nah, 18. Okay, shield bash for 12, and last sword swing for 16. Misses. Okay, eight points of damage. (laughs) Well well done. Yes. Okay, the scribbler. Mm, Maybe the bugbear will fall to my blows. Maybe. 
I mean, it's it's very possible. And he will do a full attack using his fanged falchion. AC 29. Oh, yeah, that hits. Yeah. For 23 points. Uh, wouldn't that be half damage? Yep, half of that. Okay, so what are we doing, 15? 11. 11. Was, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said 29. All right, fine. My bad. 29 to attack. You also have DR. Yep. So minus nine, nine points of damage. Next. Second attack, AC 23. Hits. For 23 points. All right, so that will be another nine. And then third attack, AC 16. Uh, misses, actually. Oh, okay. Scribbler has completed his full round attack. Reeton. I'm going to put on Reckless Abandon because I got Inspired Courage now as well. Remember your your blade is up here. I know. I still have my scythe. Yep. My large scythe. Right to that. So, Reckless Abandon. Inspired Courage on there. I've got Power Attack. I'm going to use three points of my rage to enable Raging Brutality, which will do plus one and a half times my con modifier for additional damage for each attack that lands. Oh boy. <laughs> does a 32 hit? It does. For 40 points of damage. Oof. Plus an additional d6. There he is. I was wondering who Reeton was. <laughs> <laughs> plus an additional 12 points of damage for Raging Brutality. Okay. Does a 25 hit? It does not. Oh, This okay. is by one. Yeah. And then the third one is 29 for another 33 points of damage, plus another two fire, and then another 12 Raging Brutality damage. He dropped. Okay, there you go. And then I'm just going to, as a free action, I'm going to look at the paladin and just wink at him. He's not dead. He's just unconscious and bleeding. All right. Well, I've done my job, boys. Bam, bam. Down he goes. (laughs) Yes. Okay, Noel. We know he's undead, right? Uh, he doesn't appear to be. His flesh seems fresh and young. But he survived the mustard gas. He did. Noel's going to take a five-foot step, pull the estoc to the neck, and say, This one has a nasty habit of not falling when we take him out. He'll coup de gras. Okay. And I'll say, let's put an end to that. Okay. You make a coup de gras, which is an automatic hit, crit damage. That's going to be for 31 points of damage plus a little bit of holy. 12 points of holy, max damage. Wait, wouldn't the holy damage be doubled? Uh, it's not like a, a burst weapon. You cannot crit extra damage like that, no. Right. Unless it specifically says you can like a burst weapon. Right. All right, so that is enough to kill him outright. He is well below his uh, core of 27 con. Oh, good. We did it, guys. <laughs> so he gurgles and expires. I'm going to clean the blood slash ichor slash whatever this guy releases off of my blade. I'm going to collect my experience points, and I'm going to introduce myself properly. I'm going to go grab my sword. Yes. Put my sword back. Okay, Reeton grabs his sword, and the rest of the party gets experience. Never leave you again. The Scribbler is <laughs> worth 38400 as a, what was his, his a 12th level cleric, second level fighter. Scary. And then the Hounds are worth 2,400 each, and there were six of them. Yeren Ku, the Glabrezu, is worth 25,600. Uh, 19,600 total for each person. For the whole kit and caboodle? Yes. Okay, that's a pretty good chunk. Yeah. Okay, well, combat is over. You can recover your swords, uh, heal wounds, 
you can tell me how long you want things to go. You can wait until the cloud of death is gone. Yeah, we might want to wait. Harper might not like to go, hey, let's go back upstairs. Well, I definitely want to get out of here. <laughs> I would like to do looting. Looting, okay. Uh, I'll just ask each person what they want to do. So, Inram, you're first. You're the first in my vision. Uh, what is it that you'd like to do for the downtime? So, the first thing I'm going to do is back up five feet and turn my sword on, you know, the bugbear and the unknown small thing. Okay. What the, what the hell? I didn't do shit. I think this guy's raises or something. I know, right? In fact, uh, the bugbear is approaching you. Hey, what's up? How's it going? He's, he's trying to get over here. <laughs> yeah. I want my sword back. Okay. Before you do that, as you're plenty proficient with that scythe, yeah, I yeah. appreciate an explanation of what happened here. I could see the greater of two evils, but you are a bugbear and you are something I don't recognize. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. You're a paladin. We used to have a paladin in here. And what that paladin would do is they would try to sense evil. So do it. Try to sense evil on me. Huh? Inram? Very well. I will try to detect evil. Okay. And it occurs an attack of opportunity. Get him, Reeton. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I would want Take my it. sword back. Take it. Do that. Take it. I would drink the haste potion, and I would use the swords, and I could probably take you. I could probably hit you. Uh, we're the best at meeting new people. <laughs> okay. So, Inram holds his shield forward, and it begins to glow, and his eyes begin to glow, and he detects no evil from the bugbear, or Null, or the invisible Harper. I was going to say, I would come over, but I would forget that I am invisible. Right. Okay. Uh, Noel, what would you like to do? Noel's going to take a five-foot step and sheath his weapon, hold a hand out to Inram and say, Well, you joined us in battle, so I suppose you at least deserve a proper introduction. We're the Warriors of Light. Ah, uh, so sheathing my sword. Ah, uh, so that is you. I, the townspeople of Sandpoint were like, the Warriors of Light are down here. Uh-huh, that's us. I yeah. was assuming they would be more classic. I did not assume a bugbear and... What are you? I'm sorry. I'm just so confounded by what you are. Well, I'm a werewood, but we can get into that later. Okay. And there appears to be only two of them. Something else I grabbed was invisible. Where is that? And where is that confounded music coming from? Oh, yes, that oh, too. I will... I will dispel the invisibility. A halfling appears with bright red hair. It is me, Harper. Ta-da! <laughs> okay. Thank you for the heal, by the way. She bows. <laughs> of course. She's our thief. Comes in handy. I'm not a thief. Well, thief, ah. bard, they're all about the same. Hey. <laughs> I am special and unique. I see you are not lacking in your sense of humor. <laughs> So this very tall human doesn't look quite human. His hair is a little too gold. His Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've seen ASMRs in this podcast yeah. before. <laughs> <laughs> and he's he's his shield is emblazoned with the holy symbol of Iomade. That part's new though. So I have one question before you join our group. Yes. Do you like dragons? <laughs> um it depends. I mean, I'm not necessarily against the metallic dragons, but Chromatic dragons, yes. More is there evil. What are your thoughts on Epsu? Epsu. We've had to um, update our screening process. 
<laughs> um, let me roll knowledge religion. Yes. <laughs> oh, you know who Abzu is. You know, Abzu is the pitiless slayer. He's sort of like a, a, a dragon hero in that he wants to slay the good ones, or no, slay the bad ones and keep the good ones around. Right. And for more information, listen to season two episode <laughs> of <Christmas Story> Classics. <laughs> that wasn't because we're trying to fill in a specific episode. That's because it's all the episodes. Yes. Absu. I'm not opposed to him. I mean, I don't worship him. Good. But I think he, you know. He's noble, for sure. Yes. We're, we are along the same ideals, but that is about it. What do you ask? Okay, as long as you don't talk about dragons all the time. Uh, the last as Azimar, is that how we say it? Um, Azimar. Yeah, she was. Um, you know, you know that thing where they're really, really attractive, but then they just keep talking about dragons. Yeah, that's what happened with her. It's oddly specific and nothing I've ever encountered, but. Oh, you will. Okay. She's still at Fort Rannick, so we might we might run into her again. Anyway, can I get my sword? Right. Yes, of course. And I'll step out of the way for this humongous bugbear. As you do so, the spell enlarged person wears off, and he shrinks. Ah. Normal bugbear size, which is still fairly large. Yeah. Go grab my sword. Grabs a very finely crafted bastard sword off the ground. All right. Uh, there is looting to be done, I heard. Yes. I, yeah, I am a dwarf. I do like looting. And I am an adventurer. I do like looting. So the scribbler... Shall we start there? Sure. Sure, yeah. For those of you who have magical abilities, is Detect Magic cast? Sure. There is magic in the area. Second round. There is strong magic in the area. I swear, if this is just his dagger. <laughs> Third round. Okay, there are a number of magical ones. There's a breastplate, a falchion, a dagger, a headband, and the entire room. Clerics are wisdom. So that's almost certainly a headband of wisdom. I want to know what the falchion is. Falchions are really good weapons. You should consider that. And this one's unusual. It's got a serrated blade. A sawtooth falchion? Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Well, you ha we haven't checked it yet. I'm not actually sure if that's a thing. I'm just... It sounds <laughs> awesome. All right, what's first to determine? The breastplate is uh, hard to detect because of the strong auras coming from the floor, the ceiling, the walls, everywhere. If we drag the corpse into the antechamber that we were in prior, would that help at all? Okay, so you, he uh, shrinks to normal after a few minutes, and uh, you drag the body into the other room, the antechamber, and um, it's also highly magical in this entire area. Okay, no difference. Let's just get to identifying, I guess. Okay. All right, starting at the breastplate, make your check. 838. It is a plus one breastplate. Enrom, you good? It's very. Right. <laughs> what armor does Enrom does he wear? Enrom is encased in full plate plus three mithril. He looks like me, just less shiny. Actually, I'm not sure about less shiny. Let's get to the falchion next. The falchion, yes. A natural ah. one for a 24. <laughs> okay, that might have failed. It's okay. We have two other people that can check. I think one other person. I can't. We have one other, one other people that can check. Reeton was talking about himself. He loves magic. 26. DC uh, 26. I will check. You want to roll for that, Harper? 31. Yay. 
This is a fanged falchion. The blade of this brutal-looking falchion is serrated, forming the fangs of the stylized etchings of a jackal's profile on the shimmering metal. That's cool. It is a plus one unholy falchion. Uh-oh. And wounds caused by the weapon's serrated edge are horrifically ragged and bleed profusely. Whenever a fanged falchion's wielder scores a successful critical hit with it, the sword's blade animates and chews at its victim. In addition to doing damage for the critical hit, the horrific chewing deals two points of con damage and stuns the victim for one round. That's pretty cool. Creatures immune to critical hits are immune to the con damage and stun effect. I'm not sure how many things we'll be fighting that you'll be benefiting from that unholy quality from. It is evil. Yeah, yeah, can I, I can't use it since it's evil. Well, I can use it, but- Sure, yeah, you can use it. Yeah, but it because it's a unholy weapon, it's probably bad to hold. Yeah. I mean, unholy is like a plus three enchantment. That's that's good loot. <laughs> I am not sure how I'd feel about selling this, except to the church for them to cleanse it. I mean, we can't sell it in Sandpoint anyways. We need to hop over to Magnamar. The Church of uh, Abadar. I'm sure they have money for this. But I mean, look, the Falchons crit a lot. They do, but they're also evil yeah we, we should sell it kind of want it but we should sell it. and the just so you know the, the dc is only 15 to get rid of the con damage so it's not really worth it may i interject inram you yes. happen to know that your church will buy evil weapons to destroy right and most uh goodly churches will too but on the other hand it crits a lot i could <laughs> make you a holy falchion also the fact that my scimitar crits the exact same is just as effective at hitting weak points on things and people as that falchion if not better i'll hit your weak point falchions are two-handed weapons yes they just do nasty damage well the crits the same like range yep yeah so. yeah ready for the next item yes. yeah let's do this all right it is a magical dagger i wonder if it has the returning quality Another natural one, 24. Wow. Uh, you fail. Okay. And I throw it at the bard, but it returns before it lands. <laughs> 25. Uh, that also fails. It's too powerful. Clint, do you want to give me the description port anyway? And then just mark sure. it as we still don't know it? Correct. Uh, plus one cold iron returning dagger. Very common thing in this uh, setting. Mm-hmm. I wonder why. Mm-hmm. All right. And then the final headband. 38 this time. It is a headband of inspired wisdom plus two. Does anybody not have a headband? I have a headband of havoc. Inram, you said? Yes, I'm fine. Vanderloot. In addition, there's 750 gold pieces worth of diamond dust as well. Ooh. Someone's saving up for a limited wish. Don't we have a, we have a scroll of limited wish, don't we? Yeah, but you don't need the diamond dust for the scroll. It's already cooked in. Nice. All right. Just to remind everyone... The rooms that you're in currently have scribblings written on the floors, the ceilings, the walls, everywhere in a crazy, scrawling, Thessalonian script. Could I do either a knowledge history or maybe a knowledge arcana to look into that? Um, You can possibly just read it. I attempt to read it. Linguistics. There's prayers, scriptures, invocations associated with Lamashtu... You just pour over it and... How long is this going to take? Yeah, well, it take a little while. The barbarian's getting impatient. No, mm-hmm. the barbarian wants to know if he can take a two-hour nap because his uh, ring of sustenance. So I can recharge my uh, rage. 
you want to take another day or some time to rest? Is that what you're saying? I wanted to take a two-hour nap because it only requires two hours for me to get the full benefits of an eight-hour sleep. Okay. I wouldn't mind continuing to check this place out a little bit. I mean, I'm hurting for spells, but I'm not totally drained. We can do that. I mean, you guys can read over that. I know there was the area that the doggies came from. Area where the dogs came from. I think we identified that Scribbler used Dimension Door earlier, and that's got a pretty short range, so we need to find out wherever the hell he ran off to. Right. Just to make sure that this wasn't like the watch gate to a bigger lair. We're not necessarily sure Sandpoint's safe yet. Also, there are these passages that seemingly lead to nowhere, filled with fog. And there's also the other creature that was there, the big thing that we haven't looted yet. I think that thing disappeared when we killed it. Yeah, that it did. was a manifestation oh, okay. or whatever. It returned from whence it came. The paladin and I can go search south where those doggies came from, and uh, you guys, the bard and the werewood, could read the, try to read this stuff. I'll be just a room behind if you need me. Excellent, this spinning up the party. All right. In response to the GM's goofy voice, I'm going to do a, uh, a Greater Celestial Healing on myself. Okay. And Reeton and Inram, bosom buddies, head <laughs> west and south. Yeah, as kind of all that's going on, I'm also going to lay on hands, Reeton. So. Oh, thank you. Okay. You know, I used to be a dwarf. Fascinating. What happened? I got my head ripped off. <laughs> then some crazy lady blinded my friends. <laughs> Uh, so you get 38 points of healing. Thank you. Yeah, I got my head ripped off by, like, this bone dragon thing. And then, uh, they reincarnated me, and there was a 1% chance I became a bugbear. And, well, this is what happened. Fascinating. It actually is pretty sweet. I get, like, plus four to my strength. It's awesome. Makes me stronger. Yeah. First, we'll handle Null and Harper in the Anna Chamber. A particular stanza stands out that's a little more coherent than all the rest. And it says, If magic bright is your desire, to old Runeforge you must retire. For only there does wizard's art receive its due and proper start. Runeforge. Does that mean anything to you, Harper? Mm, Nope. Nothing to me. Well, I know for a fact you have talked about the Runeforge, and that's where the weapons that are particularly keyed to defeating the Rune Lords are crafted. In fact, you were hoping to find information about how to find Runeforge here. Maybe we should go mad over all these scribblings looking for further details. I think that's a great idea. Is that what that one guy did? Look how it turned out for him. Speaking of which... Inram and Reeton pass through some cloudy fog, entering an, another chamber, and blood is this cavern's decor. Swaths of it lie spattered on the wall, and pools have congealed and began to rot on the ground. Bits of flesh lie scattered as well as whatever happened here. It ended poorly for many. And the blood splatters just this location. And maybe some draggings off to the south, southwest. Hey, you want to lead the way down there, uh, Mr. Paladin, that has AC? Of course. Thank you. Because I, I got none. That's fair. Well, I have enough to share. Good. Right. So I'm just going to take this five foot at a time. Okay. Keep going until you hit your first intersection and then stop. Yeah, I think I'm at the first intersection. Or it's a turn. Okay. It's a turn. Yeah, there's a. you can go northeast there. All right, Noel and Harper, 
Where are you going next? You have a passage to the north from this antechamber and a large set of double doors to the south. Harper, do you want to help me to the north? Make sure that this passage is clear. Okay. The robot will lead the way. Okay. Uh, looks like a featureless, partially crumbled passageway. I will do what the noble Inround did before me and just take it five feet. Or can I see through it with my, my Googles? Yes. Just a dead end? It appears to be. Then I turn around and I make a way for the double doors. Okay. okay. And that'll probably be about a turn's worth. Yes, a pair of stone doors are to the south. Okay, so you move there and are going to open the doors? No, I look at the bard excitedly. Eee. Do you want to check for traps? I check for traps. I, t- I do the bardy thing and check for traps. <laughs> Maybe that's more of a roguey thing, but I appreciate you very much. Right. Okay, so let's double check. Let's see. It looks like the double doors have no traps upon them. No home alone, no axe swinging, <laughs> no <laughs> no boulder coming down the pathway. It does not appear no to be. instant fireball. <laughs> Do you push the doors open? Seeing Harper put the back of her hand on the doorknob and it not burn her, no take over. <laughs> Alright. Open the door and you see a ten foot wide, eight foot high corridor about thirty to forty feet long. Well, actually Null does, but it's fog filled. Harper just sees fog. Oh, Harper doesn't like this. But it appears to be featureless, except for some crumbled rubble. Somebody appears to have been hotboxing in here. <laughs> Looks like all the passages are filled with this fog. All right, Inram, you have a choice before you. You have a passage to the left or right. Which do you choose? Let's go right, because that keeps my shield on my left side. So if we get ambushed from that side, I can still shield. All right, you believe you go right, and this is the direction you head. Huh. Oh. I'm moving, Reeton. Okay, I'll follow. Mm-hmm. All right, you see a, another strange room. Here, three once separate chambers have become one, joined by collapsed walls and the erosion of the ages. Blood-stained fragments of chain shirts, shields, swords, and clothing lose strewn about this room haphazardly. The walls are decorated with countless scribblings written sloppily in blood. Can you read Thessalonian in Rom? I cannot. Okay, these scribblings make no sense to you, and I take it Reeton also does not read. I do not know Thessalonian. Right, it's just gibberish. Interesting. Okay, so you see chain shirts, shields, swords, clothing. They look like the uniforms of the town guard. Oh, no. Do we see a body or anything? No. I assume none of it's worth anything? Well, they're bloodstained fragments of. Oh, okay. Well, fine then. Is there anything else in here, or do we want to go the other way? We can tell Noel. He can read this stuff, probably. Inram enters the room a little bit more, and he looks south, and it looks like there's some passages to the south. Okay. I'll start walking south. Okay. Um, which, which way do you want to go, north or south? The right passage or the left? Uh, let's go left, because I can see that way. Okay. I'm going to set you on a direction, and you believe you have entered that passage you intended. You, you, you look into the back of that, to the southwest of this chamber. It appears to be just a cracked, broken, rubble-strewn, filled passageway. Okay. Huh. It appears? Yes. Try to crawl in there. Okay. Uh, 
No. You crawl in the back and there's rubble and blocked and, and, and it just cracks and it, it might go forward, but it would just filled with rubble. Mm, I don't like this. I don't like that you said appeared. Mm-hmm. Continue to follow the paladin. This is like one of them Harry Potter puzzles. You just got to charge headfirst into the wall and believe that it's not there. Okay, Enram, you uh, are faced with a left or right situation. Uh, let's go left. Okay, go ahead and go left, quote unquote, and travel until you meet another choice and stop. All right, back to Harper and Null. Remind me just how desolate and barren this narrow corridor is. It looks to be quite desolate and barren. Empty of all features? It appears to be. It appears to be. I don't like the way he's saying that. Do you want to check it out? I kind of want to check it out. I mean... Harper can't see a thing. I was going to say, Harper does not. All right. I, as a person and player metagaming, I kind of do. <laughs> Harper's got mixed feelings, let's say. I was just going to say, Harper just has a bad experience, a, a very frequent experience <laughs> with air that is not completely clear. Blindness. Causing her lots of harm. <laughs> no leads the way. Okay. I'll do a, a move's worth. Get to the back. Check it out. Okay. Is all collapsed. It looks like wherever this corridor went, it's long since become inaccessible. But there's something odd about the wall uh -huh. facing southward to your left on the eastern side of the corridor. But wait, there's more! <laughs> But there is something odd about this wall on the southwestern, whatever Clinton just said a second ago. Mm -hmm. Stay there while I check it out. It appears that there's an illusory wall hiding a door behind it. Ooh, that's a game changer. Change of plans. Come over here. Do I need to roll uh, Will to believe the wall is there? By making your perception check, you have... Oh, maybe, maybe that's true. Let's take a look. Yes. You need to make a DC 22 Will save. I got a 24. It's plus three if it's a charm or if you're effect, though. You, you see past it. So there is definitely a illusory wall in front of this door. I pierce through the illusion and I throw the door open. Okay. And I hope there's not something on the other side ready to charge me. A bugbear charges you. Damn it, Reeton. <laughs> <laughs> you see a collapsed meditation cell. Is this like one of those floaty rooms? Not quite. It's oval-shaped, not perfectly circular. In fact, this room has partially collapsed. Cracks radiate along the walls and ceiling here. An image of a three-eyed jackal glares from the eastern wall, one of the cracks running right across its snout. We've identified this is definitely a shrine to Lemastu, right? Yes. All right. But there might be more hidden rooms. I'll wait for my best friend Harper to appear because two sets of eyes are better than one. All right. Harper, do you enter the fog? Uh, can I do a <laughs> double check on, like, just just to be on the safe side, or, like, detect magic or anything? Sure, you cast detect magic, and yes, there is strong magic here. Ooh. Dispel magic? All right. What are you attempting to dispel? You detect multiple magics here. Um. The fog is magical, and... The, well, there seems to be other things, like something about the corridors, the walls. I mean, every place here has magic. Everything is magic. I saw Noel go, and he's not coughing up a lung that I know of, so I will go make my way down 
and uh, you moved 20 feet to the south and f- the five feet around you you cannot see any doors okay so the wall I sense magic on the wall the wall appears magical yes dispel on the wall and all right dispel magic you'll have to beat the caster yes no what'd you roll four on the die and then plus your caster level that does not defeat the check no all right so uh the spell fails spell fails to dispel the magic that is on the wall and we're going to go back now to inram and reeton now you've come to another left right scenario t intersection I'd like you to choose left or right. Uh, let's go left. All right. I am heading you into the left direction. Continue that direction. I'll follow you. You see somehow, which seems impossible, you have come back to the chain shirts room where the remains of the swords and shields of the town guard. You made two lefts. How is this possible? So... Since I can see through the fog, would I know that we're going in a circle, or...? Actually, no, you're quite confused, too. You were certain you took left-hand turns. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Can we roll, like, any sort of knowledge or, like, an uh, intelligence check to kind of... No. ...figure out what's going on? Okay. You are confused. Oh, no, I'm going to start hitting myself. With that, we're going to return next time on Rise of the Rune Lords. Rise of the Rift. Say goodbye, everybody.